Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello, and welcome to this EM360 podcast. I'm Richard Steenan, Chief Research Analyst at IT Harvest. I write books on IT security, and I work with IT security technology providers on their go-to-market, and I'm a trusted advisor to investors in cybersecurity companies. In today's podcast, I'll be speaking with Caitlin Grunberg, Director of Solutions Engineering at CyberGRX. We're going to be talking about cyber risk intelligence and the meaning of a true risk exchange. Caitlin, welcome to the show. Could you give us a little background on yourself and CyberGRX? Great, Richard. Thanks so much for that introduction. As you mentioned, my name is Caitlin Gromberg, and I'm a Director of Solutions Engineering here at CyberGRX. I've been with CyberGRX for over five and a half years uh, and uh, spent my career for the past uh, 12 years working in, in cybersecurity, specifically focused on third-party risk management in the, the industries of the government, the retail, as well as financial. And I'm Looking forward to the conversation today. Fantastic. So, Caitlin, third-party risk management is a super hot topic right now. Uh, one of the questions I had for you is, what exactly does CyberGRX mean when you say cyber risk intelligence? Sure. So what we want to use, when we use the term cyber risk intelligence, what our goal is, is to shine a light on, on third parties and their blind spots to help organizations prioritize and understand risks to make smarter decisions. And the power behind that intelligence is the data. Uh, one mistake that I think people or organizations are making are, are, are signing up for those self-assessments and you get that single pane of glass view. What we do want to do with cyber risk intelligence is give you that 360 view to allow you to have visibility into the third-party risk posture from, again, that 360 view and the data surrounding that those those insights is extremely important as with any intelligence that the the power is in the data got it so let me think of if i understand for instance you might be uh, like a lot of cyber risk solutions for third parties you're constantly looking at the infrastructure of your suppliers and looking for vulnerabilities etc but if something changes in the bigger world like for instance, Microsoft Exchange on-prem is completely vulnerable and being hacked by nation-state hackers, that should immediately set off alarms in your supply chain. Absolutely. And we get that question quite frequently, you know, from our from our current customers that say, oh, of our of the third parties that we have in our portfolio that are in our ecosystem, uh, et cetera, you know, which are the most affected? And because we use standardized data and the intelligence used to create, uh, we're able to use intelligence to create threat profiles and let organizations know that of the third parties in their ecosystem which are most susceptible to certain attacks. And we use specific frameworks, uh, MITRE, for example, to identify the, the bad actors, how they're, how they're attacking those specific vulnerabilities. So we identify the controls that your third parties need to have in place to thwart that attack. So we let you know which controls your organization has said, or the third parties within your ecosystem have said no to, so you'd wanna pay more attention given that specific threat profile or that attack um, to those specific third parties that we highlight for you. 
Okay. Not again, the, the powers in that data. And that's, again, I can't, I can't keep saying that enough. It's, it's going to be so re- repetitive, but um, the power in the data and that standardized data is a lot is what allows us to produce these insights for you. Yeah. Makes sense. And it, it almost feels like the evolution that vulnerability management went through over the last 20 years, you know, kept evolving to that point where changes in the threat space would change the priorities that you assigned to particular vulnerabilities. So there are a lot of compliance regimes that require organizations to do their own assessment. And I know in the past, you know, people have said, hey, you know, we're going to bring you on as a supplier, show us that you're ISO certified. And then they just show them all the reports and documentation. So what's the benefit of using a third party rather than just accepting those those self-assessments? Sure. And I think, you know, in regards to, to ISO and some of the other reports, SOCs, I mean, there are they are tested by auditors. You do receive, you know, the certifications. And we actually use that at CyberGerax. We have a, a validation component to our assessment. So we do take those um, from the, uh, you know, our vendors when we're, we're going through the CyberGRX uh, assessment methodology. But what, what we provide is, again, that's just one piece of our puzzle. That's just one piece of the data. Those, those self-assessments, um, those question answered and attested to by the third parties, that's that single pane of glass view of, okay, we understand this is what you're telling us. But there's so much data, Richard, out there about organizations who have, who have gone through an attack, who have gone, you know, information shared with other organizations. And and that's something that I really want to highlight too, is the importance of of information sharing. It's, I don't, I I think there's a stigma attached to, oh, we were breached. This was how, and reluctance to share that information. But all that's going to do is make our, the cybersecurity community smarter and being able to to constantly thwart these these bad actors. Um, But that single pane Again, it's just one of those self-assessment, one piece of the puzzle. We aggregate that type of data with all other types of data that that we use um, and and being able to collaborate that with our standardized data and machine learning to create specific insights that create, again, that that 360 view that is so vital to have a clear representation of what the the risk to your, the, the risk that your vendors are posing to your organization. Tell me about CyberGRX's predictive intelligence component. How does that fit into this? Sure. So, so something that we offer, we have, we've been around for over six years, CyberGRX, and we have, we have f- over five years worth of data. And that's data on over 145,000 vendors. And what we're able to do with that data is through machine a machine learning algorithm, assessments we already have on the exchange, data such as uh, you know, information we receive from outside and scanning tools, threat intelligence, industry, biz, you know, size of your business res- revenue, we're able to shine a light on, on and show you, you know, the predictive and, and residual risk of an organization. So what that allows customers to do is if we don't already have an assessment on the CyberGRX exchange, it can help you determine how to order an assessment on CyberGRX or, or on your specific vendor. And we work through you, we give you an insight to what that residual risk of the organization is. But initially we also show you that inherent risk. Inherent risk is not is not bad. 
bad. It's what we call the reality of the situation. So we show you the inherent risk. We show you a predicted residual risk. And it can help the customer understand, okay, this is our business relationship. This is how I should order. One of the biggest pain points in vendor management in, in general is, is that going through that procurement process. So what it does, it allows organizations, we give you this predictive data, allows you to make quick, informed decisions on whether to move forward with the procurement process or to wait till an assessment is completed. There's always going to be benefit to, to completing an assessment. So that would be the recommendation. If you are, you know, we've given you the information, you're able to make the decision to move forward with procurement, we still recommend you take that assessment because that standardized data set is really helpful. Again, we talked about those threat profiles, identifying who's most susceptible, knowing that information about that third party, having that puzzle piece that we talked about um, is extremely important, but allowing our predictive information to help drive understanding about your own portfolio and how to move forward is extremely valuable. Yeah, and this is starting to strike home because um, I have my own books printed and bound, and the timing is always very critical, and they've got supply chain issues of their own, and they just got hit by ransomware. And if I had done a, an assessment at some point, I would have known they were vulnerable to fall, you know, succumbing to ransomware. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is that these these attacks aren't going away. There's constant residual effects, and they, you know these vulnerabilities are are there. And we have the ability for those who are members of our exchange to give them that actionable data. You know, we talked about get you know saying who's most susceptible to this attack or this attack. But you know, when these zero days attacks occur. Um, you know, catching everyone off guard, the, that's our job. Our job is to say, we've already collected the data for you. We've already collected um, the, the assessment data, the intelligence data, and we're giving it to you with a bow on it to do what you're supposed to do analysis. You know, when these when these attacks happen, organizations are spending a lot of time um, scrambling to figure out what step they should take first. You know, that's the problem that we're, we're solving. We've done that for you. Here's the data. Now, now get moving because, because, you know, the time is of the essence, you know, scrambling around with spreadsheets, trying to figure out who in the organization's, you know, susceptible to Log4j, SolarWinds, Kaseya, any new vulnerability um, is, is a waste of time when we can have all that data for you. And that's our job. We want you know, third-party analysts to get back to doing what they do best is analyzing the data and reducing risk for your organization. That is a true risk practitioner. Um, and, you know, with all the different types of certifications out there, that's what we're taught. You know, we're taught how to analyze and reduce risk to the organization. And that's what we give you, the data, the actionable data to be able to do that. Tell me more about the risk exchange that you just mentioned. Sure. So, um, as a member of, of what we're calling what we call the cyber security or cyber GRS exchange, um, it provides that platform for the customer to be able to get that 360 view of its entire ecosystem as well as the specific vendor. Being able to do that, being able to aggregate that information, taking a look at the high, medium, and low risks to the organization, um, being able to produce that program that's going to increase the hygiene of your third-party risk management in your organization is key. And we give you that foundation, that ability to do so in the CyberGRX platform. And what that fosters is that fosters that relationship between the customer and the third party in, a, in an environment that says, hey, 
we're trying to take a look at your, your third-party ecosystem because we, we do business with you. You hold this type of data and we need to educate ourselves. But the other side of that is that there's a value for the third party to be a part of the CyberGerx exchange as well because they, they receive the report. The third party owns their data. So they're able to take the CyberGerx assessment, analyze where they may need to make maturity improvements and helping their organization improve their cybersecurity posture. So it, it helps the customer. It helps the third party. It fosters conversation. If there's anything from a, you know, that needs to be mitigated, the customer can drill down and to say, you know, you have a very weak information security training program and you're susceptible to, you're very susceptible to ransomware. You may need to improve that maturity by doing X, Y, Z. Those are the conversations that can take place. And specifically for security awareness training, increasing the maturity is a low cost, but extremely high impact, especially when we've noted that that specific vendor is very susceptible to ransomware. So the conversations that can happen through this exchange um, by creating this a security profile for these vendors to communicate with their the customers to whom they have this business relationship is a pretty neat thing. Yeah, does it turn the the equation on its head? Because you know we often hear you know security doesn't sell, right? Show me the value to me as a supplier of spending all this money on security. Does the exchange participate in basically bringing more customers if you're one of well, let's use book printers. If you're the one book printer that has is fairly mature, do they tend to get more of the opportunities to bid on business? Well, and I think that's the part of um, <laughs> we, we at one, one point at CyberGerx we were we were trying to bring sexy back to third party risk management, <laughs> and um, and I, I I honestly really still appreciate and and want to drive forward that mantra. Um, I would love it for organizations to brag about their their cybersecurity postures and you know it, not while it is expensive to have a mature cyber you know cybersecurity program um, I, I think there are ways, you know, compensating controls that that can also mitigate some of those those high costs. And that comes from that information sharing as well. And you know, don't be yeah, it's going to sting. You say, you know, we got breached. This is why we didn't have X, Y, Z. Our firewalls were this, you know, but by sharing that information and bragging about it as a vendor, um, I would absolutely increase the confidence of that that specific organization. Um, and, you know, by by saying, you know, here's our CyberGRX assessment, we have that ability. We have a program that allows you to say, hey, you want us to complete an assessment on, on the exchange or, or, or an assessment, a customized assessment from you? Here's our CyberGRX assessment. You know, we have, the, we have confidence in CyberGRX and we have many organizations who participate in that upstream sharing program that say, hey, you want us to complete an assessment? We don't have the time and resources, but here's our CyberGRX assessment. And oftentimes what we've noticed is that third parties, again, use that as best mark, a benchmark to, to improve their security posture, um, to mitigate and understand where their gaps are. Um, so again, being able to brag about security posture would absolutely increase the confidence um, in doing business with, with a specific organization. Um, so absolutely. Cool. So, Caitlin, we, we've mentioned some of the big third-party attacks in the supply chain. So you mentioned Solar Winds and Kaseya. Um, I was talking about the Microsoft uh, Exchange on-prem. So obviously, this is big concern for more and more people, as as always. You know, see the more attacks, 
then it generates the interest in better defenses. So I really appreciate uh, your insights today. And I want to thank everyone who listened to our conversation. If you would like more information on what we've discussed today, make sure you head on over to cybergrx.com. Richard, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. 